Hello and welcome to the November edition of Sunday Jazz Lounge. When lights are low, my thoughts always go to a far off land across the sea. Amber moon and the sweet perfume of the mystic east calls to me. In a Persian marketplace, love and I came face to face. While the temple bells were ringing, two hearts shared a sweet embrace. Like a dream, she soon was gone. But her spell still lingers on. It was in a Persian market. I found love and lost my heart. Okay, uh, well, this is Sunday Jazz Lounge, November edition. Uh, our jingles are not working again today, so hence the uh, brief opening there. Um, welcome to the show, and uh, hello to Mark Lancaster at the controls. How are you doing? Good afternoon. You all well? Not too bad, thank you. Yeah, yeah lovely. Um, we started off there with uh, Sammy Davis Jr. in a Persian market, and uh, I'm, I'm playing that for my sister, actually, uh, Patricia. Uh, because I was, uh, we were talking the other day about uh, how we grew up and everything in the in the 50s. Uh, our house uh, was not a musical house. So it, it, there was records around there. My mum liked uh, Frank Sinatra and Nat King Cole and you know soundtracks from West Side Story and things like that. But it wasn't a, a very mu there was no instruments in the house. And you know my sister had a dancet record player and we would go up to her room or my room just to. Uh, put some stuff on and then hear them shouting up the stairs to tell us to turn it down but it wasn't a, a, a musical house at all uh, and then one day we went round to a, a, I think it was either a friend or a cousin's uh, someone's house up in London anyway and uh, there was a piano over there in the corner and uh, we were just sitting there and lo and behold my mum got up sat down at the piano opened the lid up uh, and played in a Persian market absolutely note perfect 
Well, yeah, it, it was just, you know, my, my sister didn't know she could play. No, didn't no idea whatsoever. And she sat down and played that. And my sister and I were just sitting there with our gobs open, you know, in amazement. And uh, she told us then, yes, she said, you know, she uh, was brought up by her uncle down here and he got her piano lessons when she was very young, but she never kept, kept it up, sadly. But she, she just played that so beautifully, that song. And, um, we were talking because it's coming up to the anniversary of when my mum uh, uh, died about nine years ago, well, it'd be nine years ago in a couple of days' time. So we were talking about memories and everything, and that's all that's just like one of the ones where you know it, it dropped us in our yeah, tracks, sort fantastic. of thing, you know. Yeah, it was really good. So anyway, I played, I thought I'd play that for my sister anyway. And um, I've got a really uh, good show today, actually, a lot of uh, great albums here, some new releases, and some good reissues as well. And uh, I'm going to um, be featuring a lot of female artists because a lot of female artists were born in this month as well. But I'm going to kick off with uh, Lou Donaldson. Uh, he was uh, born in North Carolina on the 1st of November 1926. And his early uh, recording career w uh, was with Art Blakey, Clifford Brown and Horace Silver. And then he went on to, to be a leader in his own right. And uh, I really like his early Blue Note recordings. That Those are my favourite. So I'm going to play Blues Walk, uh, which... Uh, was from his 1958 album of the same name and that features Herman Foster on piano, uh, Peck Morrison on bass, Dave Bailey on drums Ra and Ray Barretto on conga and a Luan Auto sax. <laughs> Thank you. 
humdrum blues Fighting the future and mad with the past Ah, humdrum blues Oh, honey, when you ain't got money Then just can't do as you choose Just gotta live with the humdrum blues Each day's just like the day before Ooh, humdrum blues Work like a dog, but I'm mighty poor Ooh, humdrum blues Oh, buddy, it'll run you naughty When you find yourself in my shoes Stumbling along with a humdrum blues Don't know which way I'm going I don't know which way I come from Raining or shining or snowing Everything's still so doggone humdrum Love me, honey, I wish you would Ooh, humdrum blues Sure would do me the world of good Ooh, humdrum blues Oh, baby, if you love me Maybe we can get together and lose Those mean old drum blues drum blues drum blues Started with Lou Donaldson there with uh, Blues Walk, and then that was uh, Sheila Jordan, and uh, she turned 94 on November the 18th. Uh, she was born in 1928 in Detroit, and uh, a very creative jazz singer, um, Charlie Parker, often introduced her as the lady with the million dollar ears. Um, I don't know <laughs> exactly what that refers to, but um, the, the track I played there was from a debut album for Blue Note in 1962, uh, Portrait of Sheila Jordan, a song called Humdrum Blues that was written by Oscar Brown Jr. And next up, uh, Howard McGee. He was born in Tulsa, Oklahoma on March, the March 1918, and he was raised in Detroit. And he was known for his uh, fast finger trumpet playing, and he, he was influenced by Charlie Parker's style of uh, sax playing, uh, and uh, he recorded with Parker in the mid-40s uh, and continued to record as sideman and a leader right up until the late 70s when he mostly uh, concentrated on teaching then. And he died on July the 17th, 1987, at the age of 69. And the track I'm going to play is from a, a recently reissued album, Dusty Blue, that was uh, originally out in 1960. Thank you. 
standing there So you won't be back Took all my money For a Cadillac I'm on my way I'm on my way to stay for you who think that you would be untrue if i'm untrue don't blame for me because it was you who made me see that i better get going and move on down the line i had better get going move on down the line would that mean Please me so tight, but I don't. 
stand a bit when he said, baby, you sure have it. What's it? Was there anything wrong in that? A man loaned me his Cadillac, and I said that I would bring it back. Oh, tell me, was there anything wrong in that? Well, it was so cold in that great big boat, so I just uh, took his raccoon coat off. Tell me, was there anything wrong in that? I took my mother driving on that very same day. And she said, dear, you must return that car right away. But the funniest thing you'll never guess, I forgot his name and his address. Oh, tell me, was there anything wrong in that? Three very different tracks there. Uh, we started off with Howard McGee and Dusty Blue. And uh, then uh, last month I played a track by Duke Robillard for his birthday, but I, th- I didn't have his new album. It hadn't come through yet. I was waiting for it. And then uh, I played one, one from an old album of his, but when I got home there it was on the mat, so it was bad timing. So I s- did say that I, I will play another one this month, and that was it. Uh, it was a track called No Good Lover, uh, written by Mickey and Sylvia. And uh, the, the brand new album's called, they called it Rhythm and Blues. And uh, that particular track, he shared the vocal with Sue Foley. And uh, she's an Austin-based blues singer, very um, uh, very fine singer, actually, and guitarist. Uh, and the, the album's really good. It's really mixed stuff on there, some standards and lesser-known stuff as well, mostly from the 50s and 60s. And a lot of guests on there, including uh, Kim Wilson, John Hammond, and uh, Mike Flanagan and people like that. So really good album. Uh, um and then after that, we had uh, Annette Hanshaw, a jazz age singer known as the Personality Girl, and um, she uh, oh when did she record oh she record she recorded that in 1928 actually, uh, 94 years ago, and she had uh, Benny Goodman on clarinet, Joe Venuti on violin, and uh, she made uh, quite a lot of records from 1926 up to 1934. About she recorded over 250 songs actually, um, but she. Um, retired uh, then, got tired of the business and she actually said that she hated all the records that she released and thought they weren't good enough, especially her voice, she hated them but she loved playing live uh, with bands and she continued to uh, to gig around clubs and stuff like that but just would never record anymore, which is strange because I thought she had a really good voice and Mark uh, said the same uh, as I said that she sounds a bit Betty Boopish in in that that track but um, (coughs) I thought she was cute and uh, next up, John Mayle. He turns 89 uh, a couple of days' time on November the 29th, born in Macclesfield, Macclesfield in 1933. <coughs> I'm going to play a track called Parchment Farm, uh, written by Mose Allison, and that was from his very first studio album, 
and uh, probably his best known album called Blues Breakers, <coughs> recorded in 1966 and produced by Mike Vernon, uh, featuring Eric Clapton, who just left the Yardbirds then on guitar, John McVie on bass, Huey Flint on drums, uh, Mayall plays vocal, uh, piano, organ and harmonica. And uh, after John Mayall, I'll play you a track by the writer of that track, Mose Allison. He was born in uh, Tallahatchie County, Mississippi, uh, on his grandfather's farm, actually, on November the 11th, 1927. And he uh, died four days after his 89th birthday on November the 15th, 2016. And I'm going to play a track written by Sonny Boy Williamson called Eyesight to the Blind uh, that was recorded in February 1959 and comes from his LP, Autumn Song, that came out on Prestige. But first, John Mayall. Well, I'm sitting over here on Parker Park. Here on Parchment Farm. I'm sitting over here on Parchment Farm. Ain't never done no man no harm. But I'm from that kind of limpo sack. But I'm from that kind of limpo sack. But I'm from that kind of limpo sack. Go get shotgun at my back. You talk about your woman, I wish you could see mine. Every time she starts loving, she brings eyesight to the blind. I know her daddy got some money, I can tell by the way she walks. I know her daddy got some money, I can tell by the way she walks. Every time she starts shaking, them dumb begin to talk.
early one morning she was lying on the bed. A man next door was dying, raised up his head and said, Ain't she pretty? Don't you know she's fine? One look at woman bring eyesight to the blind. I declare she pretty and the whole state knows she fine. I declare she pretty and the whole state knows she fine. Every time I start loving, she bring eyesight to the blind.
Malcolm John Rabanek, the junior, born in New Orleans on November the 20th, 1941, better known as Dr. John. And uh, Don't Let the Sun Catch You Crying. That was from a 1982 LP in a sentimental mood. Uh, that was his 12th studio album, actually. And uh, next up, I'm going to play Hank Mobley. Uh, he was born in uh, Eastman, Georgia, uh, but he was raised in New Jersey. And uh, this is a really lovely track, actually. Uh, it comes from a 1970 LP called Thinking of Home. And it was the uh, final album he made for Blue Note. He, ma he made over 20 albums, remember? This is the last one that he made for them. And he uh, uses a sextet. Uh, also includes uh, Woody Shaw um, and uh, an, oh, an obscure guitarist called Eddie Diehl, D-I-E-H-L. I've never heard of him before, I must admit. Uh, Cedar Wharton on uh, piano. Mickey Bass on bass and uh, Leroy Williams on drums. And uh, for the first and only time, as far as I know, in his career, he recorded a suite. Uh, this is a suite consisting of Thinking of Home, which was the title track, The Flight and Home at Last. But it is really, really nice. So uh, let's listen to that.
Hank Mobley there with the suite from Thinking of Home. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, that so many female singers uh, were born in the month of November. That was sport for choice. I could have really done a whole program on them, to be honest. Um, but I'm going to play a few now of the ones that don't get mentioned so much, so lesser known names. And I'm going to start off with uh, Mariam Montgomery. Uh, she was born in uh, Natchez, Mississippi on the 17th of November 1934, but the majority of her life was uh, lived over here in, in the UK. And it was uh, Peggy Lee who heard her on an audition tape and suggested that she should so, uh, be signed up by Capitol Records. And uh, she released uh, three albums for them in the early 60s. And uh, they're her best stuff, in my opinion. I, I really like all her Capitol stuff. And uh, this track comes... Uh, from one of our LPs called Swings for Winners and Losers. Uh, I just noticed on the cover, it's got the price ticket still on my copy there. It was uh, 60p from Doe Bells. <laughs> yeah, so I was obviously on a big spending spree that day when I bought that one. But it's a lovely album. And uh, the track's called When Sunny Gets Blue. And it came out in 1962. And the following year, it was released as a single, uh, which Mark actually has, don't you? Yes, I have it, I have it on the single. And I have... The B-side is called Roland Pete, which is also from the album as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, which is one minute and 50 seconds of just 300 mile an hour. Yeah. It's just brilliant yeah. so fast. But this track's great as well. Yeah, it's really good. And um, she died in 2002, age 67, uh, after uh, fighting cancer for 10 years, lung cancer. And she always blamed it on passive smoking from working in nightclubs. Uh, because she never smoked herself. And I can relate to that because, uh, you know, when I used to go down some of those clubs in the 60s, uh, and most of them were like basements or dives. And, uh, it was like know, a fog. It was. It was literally like a fog. You go down there and, you you know, thinking about it now, there was no fire exits or anything like that. It was really, you know, you didn't even think about it, to be honest. But you can imagine someone who was performing there like night after night. And, you know, it's quite feasible that that's what happened. But she, as I say, she's got a lovely voice. So uh, this is uh, her singing when Sunny gets blue. Somehow she 
just not the same Ah, but memories will fade And pretty dreams will rise up Where her other dream fell Kiss away each lonely tear and hold her near when sunny gets blue. chin and scratch you on your side they say wake up you fine young thing
started off there with uh, Marion Montgomery and Sunny Gets Blue and then we followed that with Valerie Wellington uh, born in Chicago on November the 14th 1959 and originally an opera singer but she switched to Chicago blues and this out the album I played was uh, released in 1984 uh, called Million Dollar Secret which is the name of the track and she had uh, people like Sunny Sunnyland Slim on piano and Magic Slim playing the stinging guitar on there and I think she only made two albums. I've only got one myself, but uh, good voice. And then uh, after her, we had uh, Louisa Dupont, better known as Blue Lou Barker. And uh, she was born in New Orleans on November the 13th, 1913. And uh, she married uh, Danny Barker, a guitarist at the age of 16 in January 1930, and recorded the track that I played. He caught the B&O, accompanied by Danny's band uh, called Danny, Danny Baker's Flycats. Uh, and that was recorded in uh, New York on the 11th of August, 1938. And we finished off with Rose Murphy. Uh, she died in November the 16th, 1989. Um, the track was called Busy Line. Uh, it was released in 1950. Uh, and the song was l- uh, later used um, in 1990 by BT on an advert. Uh, and it proved so popular uh, that RCA uh, reissued uh, it as a single. And, and she had a lot of success with that. And... Um, yeah, so uh, that, uh, yeah, the original co- recording. And the one I've got actually has got uh, the same song on the other side um, by, who did I say it was by? Peter Skellen. Peter Skellen, yeah. And I haven't even played that, to be quite honest. You know, I only got it for the Rose Murphy one. And right, just to remind you, you're listening to the November edition of Sunday Jazz Lounge, which me, Doug Kay, and we're coming to you from the Ship Full of Bombs independent radio station on www.sfob.co.uk 
right here in the heart of Leon C. And at uh, this point in the programme, I'm going to pass you over to Mark, who's got his choice uh, track to play. So over to you, Mark. Thanks, Rick. Ooh, that's a bit loud. Hang on. That's better. Bit of a dodgy gain on that. Uh, yeah, thanks very much, Doug. Yeah, my track this time, um, track I was introduced to by uh, Sai Chiba uh, s of this station, who does Digging with Sai Chiba. His show was out on Friday. Just gone, you can catch it on the on catch up. Loads of really great jazz and soul jazz and Latin boogaloo and all that kind of stuff. And he introduced to me to this about five years ago, maybe four years ago. It's a version of a Horace Silver tune called Psychedelic Sally that was actually made famous by uh, Eddie Jefferson uh, with uh, James Moody on sax on that particular track, which I've got. I've got the album, I've got it on single. I've got but this version is uh, by Lionel Hampton and his orchestra, yeah. and it's rather groovy and it goes like this oh and this goes out to thomas defeo mm. who's uh, a friend of the show listens in he's in washington dc he's not very well at the moment so we'd like to wish you get, get well soon thomas yeah and um, thomas and uh thanks very much for listening we really appreciate you i don't know doug does and i know you i appreciate you listening to my show as well so thanks very much for the support this is for you <laughs>
great track. Thank you for bringing that in, Mark. It's really good. Welcome. It's good fun, isn't it? Oh yeah, really good. And I'm sure Thomas would like that one as well. I hope so. Anyway, and uh, as we say, we're wishing him better. And next up, I'm going to play a brand new album that just uh, came through the door a couple of days ago. Uh, it's uh, Emmett Cohen. Uh, his new, uh, brand new album called uh, Uptown in Orbit, and uh, is a track called. Um, uh, what's it called? A Finger Buster. It was written by uh, Willie the Lion Smith, um, who was actually born in November as well, 23rd of November 1893. And he recorded this track back in 1939. Uh, but it's a really brilliant album. Uh, uh, I used to, uh, in lockdown, used to watch uh, Emmett Cohen. He used to do some uh, broadcasts from his own flat uh, over in New York, and uh, they were always excellent. And I was looking forward to his new album, So, and it doesn't disappoint. And uh, on this track, he, he really cleverly... Uh, plays uh, from the beginning it sounds like a 78 record and then all of a sudden it bursts into a, a modern recording so it's really cleverly done um so yeah this is it it's called finger buster
Baby's ballin', baby's ballin'. Grab a pail and start to bail and make this woman stop. Listen to my baby ballin', drip, drop, drip, drop. Listen to the tears are fallin', drip, drop, drip, drop. If she don't get whatever she wants, the tears roll down. One more hour of the shower, get out the boat so we long ground. Listen to my baby weeping, drip, drop, drip, drop. I made a promise that I ain't keeping. Drip, 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 drop. My feet are getting soaking wet. Ain't Noah's Ark around here yet. Well, I'll blow my top if she don't stop. That drip, 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 drop. Pass me that big umbrella It's pouring through the hall Flooding out the cellar Every time my baby turns on the tap Gotta batten down the hatch And do my best to plug the gap I may not be a plumber But I'm getting plenty practice That's a fact When she's wailing It's time to get bailing I pick her on my neck I'm in a tiny little hug And if she don't put up resistance Well, I know I'm home and I'm dry and free to wipe the crocodilos from her eye. Then I pray for a minute of blue sky while I go and empty my pail. Listen to my baby bawling. Listen to her tears are falling. If she don't get whatever she wants, the tears roll down. One more hour of the shower, get out the boat, all we'll drown. Yo! Listen to my baby weeping. I made a promise that I ain't keeping. My feet are getting soaking wet. Ain't Noah's Ark around here yet. Well, I'll blow my top if she don't stop. That drip, 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 drop. through the ceiling No, you know what I'm talking about Cause you had a similar feeling Drip, drop, drip, drop, drip It's like a waterfall I could handle Chinese torture That would be nothing at all Compared to all the daily willing And the never-ending bailing Seems like I'm forever waiting in the water Every day is just the same Twice time a tidal wave And you know my game duck is my middle name Happiness begins at home The majority of people say But I'll blow my top If she don't stop That drip, 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 drop Took a look at the mercury 40 below. No life for a lady to be dragging her feathers around in the snow. Leaving me blue. Off 
she flew to the Tangipahoe, where a two-timing jaybird met the divine Miss O. I'd like to ruffle his plumage, Baltimore Oreo. Messed around with that big eye till he singed her wing. Forgiven is easy. It's a woman like now and then could happen to sing. Send her back home. Home ain't home without her warbling. How she can sing, make a lonely man happy. I need treatment, but I'm not that easily led. He said I was the type that was most inclined, went out of his sight to be out of my mind, and he thought I was nuts. No more ifs or ands or buts. They say as a child I appeared a little bit wild with all my crazy ideas, but I knew what was happening. I knew I was a genius. What's so strange when you know that you're a wizard at three? 
I knew that this was meant to be. Now I heard little children were supposed to sleep tight. That's why I got into the vodka one night. My parents got frantic, didn't know what to do. But I saw some crazy scenes before I came to. Now, do you think I was crazy? I may have been only three, but I was swinging. They all up at angry young men. They all up at Edison and also at Einstein. So why should I feel sorry if they just couldn't understand the idiomatic logic that went on in my head? I had a brain that was insane. Oh, they used to laugh at me when I refused to ride on all those double-decker buses, all because there was no driver on the top. What, no driver on the top? My analyst told me that I was right out of my head, but I said, dear doctor, I think that it's you instead, because I have got a thing that's unique and new to prove that I'll have the last laugh on you, because instead of one head, I got two, and you know two heads are better than one. Started off there with that uh, excellent Emmett Cohen album, uh, Uptown in Orbit, and the track uh, Finger Buster. Uh, do check that one out. It's definitely worth a listen. And then uh, one of the great uh, songwriters of our time, Hoagie Carmichael, uh, was born on November the 22nd, 1899, in Bloomington, Indiana. And uh, the track I played there uh, was recorded just a few months before his death, actually, in December 1981. And he recorded an album with Georgie Fame and Annie Ross uh, where they paid tribute to him. And uh, the track that I played uh, was called Drip Drop, which is quite uh, appropriate for today because it's been raining all day long. And the album's called uh, In Hoagie Land 1981. And the musicians on there are people like Harry South, Dick Morrissey, Pete King, and a lot of other really fine British museum uh, musicians. And uh, then I played a track by Hoagie himself singing Baltimore Oriole. And that was from his 1956 album, Hoagie Sings Carmichael. And he's backed by the Pacific Jazz Men on that. Uh, people like Art Pepper, uh, Harry Edison, uh, Don Fagelquist, and uh, Harry Klee, and Jimmy Rolls on piano, actually. Yeah, so really good lineup on there. And then we uh, finished up with uh, Joni Mitchell, who turned 79 on November the 7th. Uh, uh, she was born 1943 and uh, looking good now after her illness. Uh, I saw a little clip from an interview she did recently and she was looking much, much better and even sings a little bit now. So I was really pleased to see that. And the track Twisted, uh, which was written by Wardell Gray and Annie Ross, uh, was from her 1974 LP, Court and Spark. And next up, a bit of sad news, because uh, I had a, a record I was going to play here for Louise Tobin, who turned uh, 104 on November the 11th. And um, unfortunately, I heard uh, Mark told me actually when I came in that she passed away the other day. So um, it's more like now an obituary for her rather than, um, you know, a happy birthday thing. Um, she was born in Auburn, Texas uh, in 1918 and uh, on November the 11th. And uh, she was known as the Texas jazz singer. Uh, she was married to Harry James and uh, she was credited uh, for the person who discovered Frank Sinatra. Um, 
what the story goes that they were in the, their hotel room on on tour and the uh, radio in the hotel room was piping music in from a local club and she was uh, laying on the bed listening to it and really liked the, the sound of the guy who was singing and she called Harry in and said, uh, you really should listen to this guy. You know, he was looking for a, a male vocalist and he liked him so much that he ran out of the hotel room straight across the road to the club and uh, signed him up there and then. And... Um, she signed up uh, later on with uh, Benny Goodman. Uh, she replaced uh, Martha, Martha Tilton, who actually was also born in November, November the 14th, 1915. And uh, she took a break in uh, in the 50s uh, to bring up her... Um, sorry, Louise took a break in the 50s after that to bring up uh, the two sons she had with Harry after they divorced. Um, but she came back in the early 60s and uh, she sang at the Newport Jazz Festival where she met her future husband, uh, Peanuts Huckabee. And they performed together right up until his death in 2003. Um, they're mostly performing as the Gla uh, Glenn Miller tribute. Uh, but the track I, I, I had lined up, and I'm still going to play now, is, is a biggest hit from 1941, uh, recorded with Goodman, called There'll Be Some Changes Made. And um, as I say, she was called the Texas Jazz Singer, and there's a really good biography out with that title that I, I read last year when it came out. It's definitely worth reading. She had a very interesting life story. And, you know, she lived to a ripe old age, so... Uh, this is Louise Tobin. Bye. 
started off there with the Louise Tobin tribute and uh, who passed away just a couple of days ago. And then um, that was Paul Desmond there, born in San Francisco on November the 25th, 1924. And uh, best remembered, you know, for his work with Dave Brubeck, Jerry Mulligan, Chet Baker. But he did make some lovely solo albums. This is one of his best, I think, uh, Bossa Antigua, uh, recorded in 1964. Uh, released on RCA Victor in 1965 uh, with Jim Hall on guitar, Gene Wright on bass, Connie Kay on drums, and the track was called The Night Has a Thousand Eyes. Uh, it's not the Bobby V track that uh, some people might have thought, but it's uh, written and performed for the, a film in 1948 of the same name, The Night Has a Thousand Eyes. It was a horror film uh, starring Edward G. Robinson, Gail Russell and John Lund. Uh, but it's a nice track, that. And uh, next up, I'm going to pay a little tribute to Mike Raven, uh, who was born on the 15th of November 1924. And I first heard him broadcast in the mid-60s for the Pirate Stations. Uh, started off with Atlanta, then Invicta, which uh, later became Radio 390. Uh, and they were um, broadcasting from the Thames Estuary, so we got a really good signal down here, whereas some of the other uh, Pirate Stations, you couldn't get such a good signal, but they were really good. And he was really enthusiastic about the blues uh, and the way he presented them had such a great uh, way with it. It was a great voice and a great way of uh, putting the knowledge over. And he introduced me to so many great artists who I'd never heard of before. And also Blues Unlimited, the magazine, um, used to give out the address for that. So I used to subscribe to them. And Dobell's Record Shop, which he uh, plugged uh, in Charing Cross Road a lot. So that introduced me to that. And he later joined uh, BBC Radio 1 when it was launched in uh, September 67. And uh, although he lost a little bit of his edge w having to be working for the Beeb, uh, but he was still the best show on there. Uh, and it ran for four years. Uh, and later on he went into acting and he starred mostly in those Hammer Horror films. And uh, he was really suited to that, actually. He'd really, He was like another Christopher Lee, really. And uh, he died uh, in 1997. And it was buried in a grave that he dug for himself on Bodmin Moor. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I know, isn't it? And it just really suited him, his parts, you know, from these uh, Hammer Horror films, you know. So, and um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, uh, the track I'm going to play is uh, by Chuck Berry, Liverpool Drive. And that always opened his shows for him. Uh, and uh, it always, every time I hear this track, it always reminds me of Mike Raven. So uh, this one's in memory of him.
sun is gone down and the moon is shining bright I said the sun is gone down and the moon is shining bright you know you got me so worried girl I just can't hardly sleep at night When your troubles strike you, I'll have not a thing to lose. When your troubles strike you, I'll have not a thing to lose. Because ever since I've been your main woman, I've been nothing but your fool. Started off there with uh, Chuck Berry and Liverpool Drive, and then um, that was a tribute to Mike Raven, and then one of the bluesmen that I uh, discovered through his show, John Henry Barbie, and uh, his life story deserves to be made into a film. Uh, if you don't already know it, then you should Google him uh, just to read the story of his life. It's uh, it's blue blues through and through, <coughs> and uh, played a track called Hey Baby that was recorded in 1964. And uh, a few weeks ago, I saw the uh, Tim Cliffwees uh, trio at the Jazz Centre down here in South End. Brilliant trio they were. And they played uh, a cross-section of stuff. They played some uh, hot jazz, uh, Django, uh, Grappelli-type swing stuff. And they played classical pieces uh, by Bach and Vivaldi. And they mixed it all up together. And it was really a, a fantastic um, uh, concert. I really enjoyed that. And uh, they're on tour at the moment, if you ever see them around uh, they're definitely worth seeing he's an amazing um, fiddle player or violin player 
uh, I, I spell his name, it's K-L-I-P-H-U-I-S, so I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but uh, Cli yeah, Clifuris, Clifu. Because my, my dad's a big fan. It's uh, Cliff House. Oh, is that how you say it? Cliff. Yeah. Cliff. Oh, okay. Tim, Tim Cliff House. Right, there you go then. They're said properly for you. <laughs> anyway, so uh, he played a couple of really nice uh, tunes, and uh, one of them was uh, a Django Reinhardt track um, called Where Are You My Love. And it was such a beautiful, he played it so beautifully, I thought, well, I'll, I'll dig it out and play a, a version by Django uh, that was recorded in 1949. And uh, after that, I'm going to play a track called Django, which he also uh, uh, played and was written by John Lewis uh, of the uh, Modern Jazz Quartet. And um, the version I'm going to play is by Michel Legrand and Miles Davis. And it's a really nice version of the song. It features Herbie Mann on flute, uh, Betty Glaman on harp, Eddie Costa on vibes, Bill Evans on piano, Barry Galbraith on guitar, Paul Chambers bass, Kenny Den Dennis on drums, and was recorded in June 1958. Uh, but first we're here, the uh, Django Reinhardt track.
There we go. There we've come to the end of the show now. Actually, um, I'd just like to quickly say thank you to Mark for everything. You're very welcome. You're uh, much appreciated. Uh, we won't be doing a show next month, so I won't see you now till January. So I'd like to wish everybody a merry Christmas and happy New Year. A bit, er bit early, bit I know. Early, but yeah, I know, but I'm not as bad as Mariah Carey. Oh, I mean, she's playing her about two months ago. But um, I won't be around to wish it next month. So, uh, and thank you all for listening. Uh, you know, we really appreciate you listening into the show. So thank you very much. And I'm looking forward to next year um, carrying on and doing the same. And I'll play out with uh, Lloyd Glenn, who was uh, born on the 21st of November 1909 in San Antonio, and a track called After Hours, which was uh, probably the track that he's best known for. And uh, this was released in 1956, recorded in Los Angeles, and uh, features Glenn on piano, Bill Hadnot on bass, and uh, Bob Harvey on drums. And uh, actually, um, Lloyd uh, Glenn and uh, Bill Hadnot both uh, played with T-Bone Walker on his earlier recordings, like Stormy Monday and stuff like that. So they were well in tune with each other. But anyway, once again, thank you all very much for listening, and I'll see you soon. <laughs>